What is good, everybody? It's the Los Key Sports Crew coming back with another video. And before we get to NFL talk, which is what this video is going to be majority about, let's talk about what happened today. The DeAndre Ayton finally got moved to the Indiana Pacers. He is on the move for four years, 133 mil, I believe. And uh, there were lots of rumors that, uh, of course, before the draft that uh, he was going to get moved to Detroit. There were lots of rumors that he he could be involved in a three four team trade. So, what do you guys think about Aiton going there for the uh, for the Indiana Pacers? Yeah, honestly, so I feel like it was about time because you know they uh, think the Suns probably not going to uh, what's it called not going to match it. I think if uh, I think that's what they've been saying after the news came out that they probably won't match it since it's so high. And they already had little to no interest of giving him that extension already. But, but honestly, for the Pacers, I feel like it's a, obviously a step in the right direction, but it still fits the timeline of them trying to get young and stuff like that. And, and uh, I think, you know, Jalen Smith stayed there too, so he still got another guy to back him up as well. So that front court. Looking kind of nice, Isaiah Jackson too, and they you know obviously Tyrese not him. So the youth movement, yeah, it's it's going in the right direction. Just just gotta see some more out of uh, DeAndre Ayton, but I feel like Tyrese will help him out though. Yeah, uh, my opinion, I think it's a good move for Indiana because you do get it. Another uh, thing, like we said, fit the timeline. Um, I wonder how that's a lot of ways it's gonna be played out. I don't know if like Phoenix, the expectation of Phoenix and can mess around and match or mess around do the signing trades. A lot of things that can happen. They get Miles Turner, and that'll be awesome for Phoenix. But um, Reed's just waiting for these forty-eight hours to see how these two teams are going to do this, or Phoenix is going to bug out and just back out, and then just have a uh, uh, Indiana keep aiding which would be interesting because Phoenix lost JaVale McGee to Dallas. So I would try to do something I can do to maybe get a mouse turner or match or whatever because I mean, I'm now thin at a position. So, I mean, it congratulations to Aiden, though. I mean, yeah, he's getting paid now no matter what happens. So I know he's happy no matter what. Yeah. Unless the rest of Phoenix. I mean, he don't want to be there. So unless that happens. But, hey, you know. So you got the money, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh I'm really curious to see how this is gonna pan out because I think it's gonna be a huge L for the Suns if they get nothing for him. Uh mainly because I understand like they don't uh want to match or like get involved with that at all. But but you know, for someone that was just the number one pick, uh overall pick a few years ago and uh you know, helped you go to the finals as long along with uh Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Uh thing about that is I know lots of people are saying that I know that uh Suns are gonna be uh pretty curious as to how uh it's gonna pan out for them since, you know, they spend so much on Chris Paul and uh, you know, their future, even though they still have a young Devin Booker, it's like their future is still like uh, slowly fading, especially if they do make a trade for KD. That's going to be interesting. I want to see if that, uh, if a trade, uh, if a KD involvement 
uh, with this is going to be involved because I know they're trying to work out a three or four team trade involving KD, Donovan, Ben Simmons, a whole bunch of people. So, yeah, I'm curious uh, to uh, as to how this is going to handle because this is probably going to be the last uh, like interesting thing that's going to happen for a while unless they can evolve too. Yeah, uh, I know Indiana. They don't. We don't ever hear no free agent making new making news for Indiana. So I mean, that's as a, if a Pacers fan, this probably excites them. Maybe something to hopefully look for. Like like uh, me, you both said we gotta wait to see how these forty hours pan out. But you would hope it's just something good for uh to something that brings A and home to you. Right. Yeah. But yeah, man, we uh we'll definitely uh react to it next basketball episode, because of course we'll see, we'll see how it plans out by then. Yeah. But yeah. All right. Well, that's all. That's all for basketball. Uh, thank you all for listening. No, I'm just <laughs> nah, I was gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say, all right, good episode, guys. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was successful. Yeah. All right. Well, for the first time in how long? Uh, let's discuss NFL talk, which is, of course, you know, my favorite part of uh, uh, sport. I know you guys are. Uh, uh, is is football ahead of basketball, basketball for you, or is that just me? Basketball is ahead of football for me. I uh, I like to watch basketball, but I know more about football, so it's 50-50. Gotcha. Yeah, football. Football's always been ahead for uh, – uh, for me, but all right, so l- let's get started. So, we're going to start off with our discussion of teams with the biggest changes because there were a lot of teams that made some moves that made them like last year they were, you know, pretty me- uh, mediocre, you know, or like playoff bound or near playoffs. And we have a lot of changes, especially in the AFC. Uh, uh, that made it a little bit more competitive, especially like not only people going into the AFC, but also people leaving. So, uh, leaving certain teams, I should say. So, uh, who do you guys think? What teams uh, do you guys believe had the biggest uh, changes, or like most impactful changes this off season? Uh Obviously, the Chargers did a lot. So, obviously, it's just seeing. Well, I'm interested to see what they pull out this uh, upcoming year. You know, now that they got their defense, like, you know, superstar studded now, or at least star studded now. So, I feel like the pressure, all that pressure goes onto, you know, Jay Harbo now to figure out if he's really that guy and if he can, you know, take them to a deep playoff run at least, you know, probably, you know, not Super Bowl yet, but at least, you know, a deep playoff run going into it, you know, growing into becoming one of those elite quarterbacks. That's a good one. Um, I'm gonna give it to the Dolphins. Uh of course adding Terry Kill, but you also add Cedric Wilson Jr., Connor Williams. You got you got to keep Gasecki, you added Terry Armstead. You are in Chase Edmonds. You added Melvin Ingram. Like you added Sony Michelle. <laughs> like you added a lot of good players. So yeah, I gotta get to Miami. I think they gonna I think they had really had a uh 
uh, low-key not talked about enough offseason, in my opinion. I like it. And I'm I'm glad that uh, you guys had different teams because uh, usually we talk about how, like, since we all think alike, since, you know, we all grew up together and stuff, we all have, like, basically the same thoughts. I'm glad that we all have different thoughts. You, Your team, uh, you guys' teams were my two and three. But my number one that I am really excited for is the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And, uh, and of course, well, staying in the division, uh, Las Vegas and Denver. I think Denver is probably fourth, uh, of course, with the Russell Wilson move. But uh, we can get into that a little bit different. But uh, the Raiders, I like exactly what the Raiders did because, uh, you know, they added, uh, you know, Chandler Jones, uh, that, that duo of Chandler with uh, – uh, with Max Crosby, you know, I've always been high on Crosby since he went to Eastern. But uh, that duo is uh, something I'm really looking forward to. And then on top of that, they got Devontae Adams and only gave up a first and the second, which is a pretty big steal considering that those uh, the first and the second are probably going to be late first and late seconds uh, at this rate. So I'm happy for them with that. So they got two game changers, uh, like two major game changers uh, on each side of the ball. Especially uh, considering Devonte is pr- uh, probably like a uh, like uh, like most people consider him top two, and most uh, and lots of people have him not in number two. So uh, I'm excited for the Raiders, especially with Hunter Renfro being in the number two option now. I think uh, Derek Carr's uh, the changes. I think Derek Carr's going to do something. Yeah, I'm over Waller. You said what? Interesting. I say interesting. I'm over Waller. So. Oh man! Oh yeah, man! I, yeah, he yeah he was he was there too. But I'm uh, yeah. Speaking of wide receivers specifically, but yeah, of course, got a top four, uh, top five tight end in the league. Uh, maybe top three, depending on how you view view the uh, uh, standings. But yeah, no, I'm excited for the uh, that whole division, especially with uh, I want to see how. Uh, how Patrick Mahomes does play without uh, Tyreek. So that whole division is going to be probably the most anticipating one, uh, anticipating division out of all the leagues, because you don't really know exactly their, uh, like their ceilings and floors range so much. So I can't wait for that. And it's like, yeah, like with that division for sure, you can't, it's so hard when you lose a game, even starting at week one, because like you said, so jam packed, and uh, I know Broncos play Russ week one. Kansas City going to play Arizona. And then Chargers and Raiders play each other. So they all got good games for real uh, week one. So it's going to be like a year to watch AFC West for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys think there are any teams uh... – uh, in the AFC that will make the biggest jumps? I'll, I'll say we, we can start with the AFC. Any teams in the AFC that stand out that you think uh, didn't have that good of a record this year that can just, like, surge? I'd say probably a four-win difference from last year to this year. Do you guys think there's any teams that can jump up that much? To a uh, four-year uh, difference, you said? Yeah, four-win difference. So, uh, like going from four wins to eight plus, uh, or going for like three wins to possible playoff, something like that. Uh, I can see that with the Colts. I'm really gonna be uh 
big on them this year. They got their same defense, and they added, in my opinion, better quarterback in the Matt Ryan. I'm just saying my opinion because I don't know how everybody feels about him towards Carson Wentz. But in my opinion, you had a better quarterback in Matt Ryan who uh, – who uh had, who was a former MVP as well like Carson was, but um I think Matt Ryan's a better right now quarterback and he will he's a more uh he's more knowing of the game than Carson was in my opinion. I think I think they had not they had a nine and eight record and didn't make the playoffs because they uh lost last the last week at Jacksonville. Um, so I would definitely say the Colts. I, I would think we'll make a big jump because you still got Jonathan Taylor, who's now seen as the second best running back in the league. And you uh, got your weapons with a better quarterback. You got the same defense with defense going to be daily behind Buckner and uh, Leonard. So, I mean, I, I would definitely say the Colts. And I think the Titans get a huge, uh, a huge step back, in my opinion, with losing A.J. Brown and, uh, and Julio Jones. So, I definitely think the Colts can uh, be that team for me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, probably say for me, if you was talking about like four wins, like uh, like what you said, those type of jumps probably just be the Jaguars for me. For us, now they got you know some wide receivers coming in, Zay Jones, who I feel like has been underrated. Well, he had underrated last year, almost a thousand yards receiving. Then Christian Kirk getting out of Arizona, probably being like, you know, the top target, I would say, on that team now. Well, one of the top targets, at least. And got some protection for Justin Herbert. Now he's developing, too. Got Evan Ingram as well. So, I feel like they have, well, they had well, 3-14 and 14 last year. So, probably they can get, you know, to seven, seven wins, seven, eight wins around that range. Trevor still be developing and everything like that but you get him some more pieces to see what he can possibly develop into you know well sky's the limit for them i feel like maybe they can sneak in but i feel like that afc is probably too too stacked at that like that fringe part right there like i obviously said the Colts, the dolphins gonna improve ravens gonna improve browns probably gonna improve broncos got russell wilson now like it's that that division's kind of stacked. Well, that conference is kind of stacked. So. Do you uh, yeah. since you mentioned Jaguars, when I ask you how you feel about, do you see a big jump with Trevor in year two now? Yeah, yeah. I feel like for like uh last year, he probably uh feel like he wasn't ready for kind of the pressure, so he's rushing his reads a little bit. I see in the first like few weeks of the year, and he got kind of used to it. Like later down the line, like that um. That Bengals game that they played, he really showed like he can be a dual threat, took his time on reads and stuff like that. So now they're going into year two, probably is more way more polished and more patient with it. And now you got better receivers coming, you know, to it as well. So he probably have a more like efficient year, I would say. Probably like around the same numbers, a little more, but probably more efficient as far as like, you know, interception and completion rate and all that. Yeah, I feel you. I like that because, uh, of course, I'm wearing for my year two quarterback, Mac Jones. But I think Trevor, if not Mac, I would say Trevor has the best chance of being the best year two just because I think getting Doug Peterson was the best head coach signing based on the fit he has with his quarterback. 
And like just knowing what he did with Carson with uh Rob's Eagles when he was there, I think he would uh make Trevor more comfortable. Even uh like you said, Trevor got better throughout at, at the end of the year. I think Doug Pearson would add some more uh knowledge and plays for him that make Trevor uh just uh at least more comfortable out there. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say I like I like that, especially with the fact that uh I think the uh, big thing about their offense is going to be uh, how well does the offensive line play. And now that they're going to get back uh, James Robinson and uh, uh, ETN, like that, that uh, running back duo, I think is going to uh, play a big factor with that too. But I think it starts with the offensive line because uh, I know they got the weapons and stuff. And then uh, I know they brought back some, some of their offensive linemen uh, brought back in some, some new ones as well, but uh, that's going to be interesting because I'm I'm super high on Trevor, of course, and uh, I know he he is capable of making that jump. And now that he has the uh, offenses, uh, the weapons back, because I know he lost DJ Chark uh, a few games into the year, uh, so he didn't have too much to work with. And you know they don't have like a uh, like a top tight end or anything. So uh, I think having the confidence of knowing that he's going to be able to have the weapons to uh, help him out is going to be uh, is going to help with that too, and especially with uh, with Zell, what you said with Doug Peterson coming in now. Uh, I think they're going to be a little bit more comfortable knowing that not only do they have a coach that you know won't kick their players when they're not doing good, uh, uh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that too uh, from the Jags, but. Uh, Wait, any any more thoughts on the Jags real quick before I go to my team? No. Uh, no. Nah. Nah. I just say uh, I like that point you made too about the uh that y'all made about the coaching as well. Like, yeah, that that's obviously that's gonna be a big like difference from his year one to now having a stable quarterback. The guru like Doug Peterson's been for those quarterbacks in the past, like you said, like Carson Witts and things like that. So yeah, I agree with that point. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's on. He goes under the radar so much now, but I'm still rooting for James Robinson. Yeah, yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, my, my team that I'm looking forward to uh, in the AFC specifically is the Jets, just because uh, I know we're not going to talk about uh, their rookies. Uh, right now we're going to talk about that next episode, but. Uh, they made some good changes, like getting younger uh, and getting more confident and stuff. I'm looking forward to seeing how much of a jump they got, especially uh, uh, with Zach Wilson now, you know, being a top three quarterback in the league after what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, seeing uh, what the Jets do. And also, uh, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what Miami does. I don't know if there's going to be three win difference uh, since they already had nine wins, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, probably the fastest uh, one, two wide receiver duos of all time. So, and uh, seeing the growth that Tua has, if, if Tua actually becomes like what I know he can be, then they could end up winning uh, 12 to 14 games this year. Uh, especially with all the uh, moves like Zoe, what you uh, uh, what you said uh, that they made, uh, they made a lot of improvements with that. And then, of course, you know the Tyreek Hill—that's a big one. 
uh, and you know Waddle was uh, had a very underrated uh, uh, rookie and sophomore year. Uh, so I'm like, wait, no, rookie year. I forgot. Yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing what uh, uh, what Miami can do with them. Yeah. Um, like you say, all the good points. They got one of the fastest one two receivers and Cedric Wilson, not slow himself. So. That's a lot of speed coming coming across for Tula, and they got to keep uh, Mike Gusecki, who I think is a very good tight end, can arguably be top five, top seven, I think, at the worst. And uh, like you said, I, I, I am still high on Tula, too, even if he is in my dis, uh, division. I still think he's still got some bright spots. And I uh, I feel like what Tyreek Hill be talking about, um, about a lot of people going to eat the words that they talk about Tula, I think that's going to happen this year, too, because I think Tua is going to uh, – be more better and more comfortable, not uh not a lot not that much pressure on him that has been, even though yeah, you had Tyreek Hill, but the way your receiver is talking about you should make you feel more comfortable to have like that chemistry with him. And then they still have the same defense, had the similar defense. Their defense always kept them in games. So like I know uh during that seven game win streak last year, we we were talking about how their defense was playing amazing. So I definitely say my I could definitely see Miami getting them double di- double digits wins. It's gonna be interesting with them in Buffalo because of course Buffalo is definitely gonna be there. You know, I and while you were talking, I just remembered that this honestly could be the fastest offense of all time because if you think about, it, they also added Matt Breida, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, of course, Tua is uh, you know he's not the fastest quarterback, but he's definitely above average when it comes to speed. Uh, as as long as he can stay healthy, but yeah, that offense like has so much so much potential. Yeah, yeah. Another team that I was looking at that low key can be a like a four win possibility addition is the Ravens, eight and nine last year. I think that that definitely dealt with Lamar being injured, but I think Lamar can stay healthy this year. Yeah, they lost Marquise Brown, big loss, but I still think they still have the gun power, like the run power, I should say, excuse me, run power that uh they have because they get J.K. Diamonds back as well. J.K. Diamonds didn't play last year. That was a huge loss. You got, you got Lamar. That defense gets better with Marlon coming back, Marcus Pierce coming back. You added Kyle Hamilton. You added Ojabo. Like you said, we're going to talk about the rookies next episode, but there's a lot of additions that they did that – uh. I think really can make Baltimore maybe get back to that double-digit wins and possibly four wins so they would possibly get 12. I could possibly see that if they if Hill stays on their side. Good point. Yeah. All right. Yeah, tired of seeing that in the division, man. I don't it's, it's, get headaches with those teams. Yeah. And this is a headache division. I'm looking at your division. Definitely a headache. But yeah, I'm not. You're not alone no more. With Tyreek Adding Samana, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not anymore. You got Josh Allen two games, Tyreek two games, and then the greatest quarterback of all time Wilson in two games. So. Come on, has to go. <laughs> yeah, but uh, actually, uh, speaking of that division, I want to uh, ask Will, since of course you know you're a huge Steelers fan, and you know your your quarterback that you've been a fan of. Your whole time, this is your first time with the new quarterback. So, uh, what are your expectations for this year? Because they finished nine and seven and one, 
Uh, and you know they got a new quarterback. Uh, you know they have Najee Harris coming back. They got us. They still have their solid defense. But what are your expectations for this year? Honestly, I'm not. I don't know. I feel like now is just like the time for development. We got obviously a young team. Now, you know, obviously a young lead at it too with uh Kenny Pickett. I feel like they're gonna probably start Mitch probably those first couple of weeks and then Kenny Pickett gonna come in and start, you know, week three and on or week four and on or whatever. But honestly the division got so stacked and we got young at the same time as the whole division's getting better, except for us is kinda of going into that youth mode. It might it might be the first season that uh that Mike Tomlin's gonna have a losing record, man. It's sad to say, but it's like, man, I, 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 I see it's gonna it's gonna be hard to get some wins in this in this division unless we just like outplay somebody or outcoach somebody, like just pull it out. The uh, young guys, you know, have way better games than I expect. But right now, probably we finish. I feel like we finish like seven and like seven and uh nine seven. You know, six wins, seven wins, like that range or whatever. Cause honestly, if we just develop, get better, like if I see the development, you know, getting better over the course of the the weeks, and then you know, Kenny Pickett getting used to the NFL style of play and everything, like honestly, I see that as a win. Like I'm not expecting them to be like a playoff team this year, honestly. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to see where your head was at. I wanted to, uh, I know uh, there are still lots of uh, pretty optimistic uh, Steelers fans because, you know, Mike Tomlin, like you said, hasn't uh, had a losing record in ever, right? Yeah, never. Yeah, been. ever. So, hey, that's going to be interesting because uh, next, next year's draft is pretty strong too, and I know you're not going to get a quarterback because you just drafted uh, Kenny Pickett, but – uh, well, unless he's that bad, but I don't think he's going to be that. Well, I forgot. He's probably not starting this year. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's definitely going to be interesting for the Steelers, especially uh, with that. But I don't think you're going to be the only team alone. I think Tennessee is going to have a bigger deduction going from 12 wins, 12, 12 and 5. I think if Derrick Henry, you know, he hasn't stayed, he, he hasn't stayed healthy in so long, but – I think they'll. I think Tennessee will have the biggest drop off, considering they were the number one team, uh, record wise, in the AFC. Uh, but I think they can. They're going to take a significant uh, fall uh, since they went from one not only having AJ Brown and Julio Jones to Traylon Burks and uh, Robert Woods, but uh, uh, that's going to be interesting to see. Since of course they got uh, Malik Willis too, but you know Tannehill's going to be playing that out. But I want to see how he does uh, um, with that new core, since it's pretty much going downhill from here. But yeah, we'll we'll definitely see uh, how that's going to be play out in the uh, in the AFC. Hey, if if he don't if he don't have a good record, I'm blaming the I'm, I'll just blame they changed the name. I'm blaming on that. But, um, no, no, that's the most disgusting name of a field, bro. I, I don't care if it's the Michigan-based cup. I don't care, bro. It's still Heinz Field to me. I don't, I'm not calling it whatever that is. I'm not calling it that. Man, taking out the Heinz ketchup, man. That's stupid. <laughs> man. stupid. Man, they got to take the Heinz ketchup down. 
But uh, be sad, man. But uh, I think um, I can see your expectations being realistic. But uh, I could definitely see your defense stealing you some games still. I think uh, they definitely stole someone last last year for y'all. And uh, of course, um, if you have a defense like that, you, of course you always have a chance at games. It's gonna be uh, definitely interesting to watch because I definitely know y'all got Burrow twice, Lamar twice. I mean, I know they're gonna be ready for the challenges for sure. So I mean, uh, I also can't wait to see uh, Najee's uh, second year as well. Yeah. That we bro, that's that's one thing too, that we all our defense always steals us some games, even when that that terrible year of Mason Rudolph and and uh Duck Hodges and all that, we still got to uh got to a five hundred record just based off our defense. But yeah, I can I can see them stealing some games for sure. And imagine TJ Watt and Will Anderson from Alabama. Whew. I said, I said the same please, thing. Please, bro, please. Oh, that rush. Oh, yeah. I was literally thinking oh, that too. I was like, do you tank and get probably a generational type of edge, uh, uh, uh lineman or linebacker, whatever, like hybrid? I, I, I would say. Man. Uh, if he's if he's on Pittsburgh, man, that that defense might be number one next uh the year after. Uh, like going from Man. one of the worst to one of the best. I didn't say, not, well, worst teams, and then having the going from one of the worst teams to having uh, one of the best defenses in the league. Of course, well, y'all y'all already have one of the best in the league, but you know that's going to be interesting how they go about it. With Man. my back later too, and I'm I'm interested to see exactly how uh, how many uh, targets George Pickens gets. I, I hope he gets a good amount. Cause... Yeah, because you got Claypool, you got Deontay Johnson, you got uh, uh, Calvin Anderson, you got two great uh, rookie receivers. I know we're going to talk about that later, but that that core, one one of the youngest cores in the league, too, you don't need to get another receiver for a long time. And you and Kenny Pickett, like, if you do have to play him at some point, I, th- I think uh, – like his confidence is going to be there because he knows he has the weapons, and then uh, still got Fryermuth, right? Yeah. So, uh, like the weapons are there too. So I think, uh, yeah, they might have to target offensive line get get a uh, a younger offensive line next year, but we'll see. That's going to be nice. Yeah, but I I, I love our signings though, like. Larry, we got Larry O like late in the free agency. I was surprised he was still there. So I like that. And then Miles Jack too. So I mean we still going in the right direction, but I know it's gonna be a struggle because soon we got a little better, but the whole division got like a lot better. And then the Bengals coming off the high years, like it's everybody's getting better at the same time. It's crazy. As yeah. we they got a low floor, but uh, their ceiling can be pretty high if they actually get to it. Yeah. But all right, do you, uh, y'all want to move on to NFC? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to say that's probably the most boring uh, <laughs> uh, side when it comes to what happened this off season. But uh, what teams 
do you guys think will have the biggest jump uh, in the NFC? Well, biggest jumps and uh, biggest downfalls. Um, I can see Green Bay being a downfall because the loss of Devontae Adams and MVS and their defense not getting the most better. With that, with having Aaron Rodgers, you still always gonna have a chance. But I don't see them being thirteen four again. That's what I mean by downfall. Like this is the reason. This is <laughs> us Bears and Vikings fans will all agree our division is actually open again. And it's and even though only one of us can get the crown, we all rejoicing together because it's like we actually all have a chance as a division again. So. uh I mean, with that being said, Aaron Rodgers still is Aaron Rodgers until other to seen otherwise. And hopefully, you know, after week one, people realize don't react after week one because people was reacting week one. I looked at them crazy. And then Rodgers becomes the MVP again. So personally, uh, I see a downfall being the Packers. And my biggest up will be the Saints. Who are nine and eight? I think James stay healthy. The addition they have with uh, Landry and Tyron Matthew, I think the Saints can make a big jump. Yeah, yeah, I like what the Saints did too. Honestly, that was one of my teams that I was thinking about. Yeah. <sighs> as far as the uh, biggest downfall for this conference, man. Honestly, yeah, I I had the Packers as well too, cause now nah, she yeah, obviously with the Devontae Adams thing, but it seems like that whole team is kind of like moving into like yeah, this is the last stages of what we got with Aaron Rodgers. Like it's gonna be, I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a sad little farewell farewell tour for him, cause they didn't re- really make that big of like moves in the off season, like. All you got was a punter from Chicago. We signed Robert Twain and Sammy Watkins, and that was it. Like, I don't think that really is, yeah, that's not moving the needle that much, especially in a division that got a little better as well. So, they, I'm hoping that uh, the team that I was thinking about is going to make the big jump, which is the uh, our team, you know, our city, Detroit Lions, man. Really got high hopes for them, man. We, we made a lot of big splashes. During this year, obviously with DJ Chart, they know our draft will be uh dead. Obviously, we're gonna talk about that later. But yeah, man. Oh, and uh, Deshaun Elliott too. I forgot about that. But yeah, just guys developing our youth movement. I feel like um, our coach is gonna make a great that little little momentum that we did have coming off the like the later half of the year our grit and, grit and grind type of play and toughness of like that going into this year. Oh, hopefully he gets better. Hopefully this is his prove year now that he sees like he might, you know, have somebody coming in to take his spot in the future. You know, obviously Bryce Young could be a possibility and all that. So hopefully like this is his bounce back year. He got used to the system and got more weapons around him. Obviously, Jamison Williams got more speed, but, you know, he'd probably be coming in the later half of the year. But still, just like it's just like the, the movement that we're taking, taking upward movement. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I know most of the talk around town I've been hearing is, like, we can get maybe seven, eight wins. 
which is uh, fine by me because I don't expect us to make that noise uh, that we want, that we all are wishful to make. But yeah, I like the guy he said, also like the addition of Mike Hughes from Kansas City. I think that was a good one too. And I'm going to say it again. Lakua can just stay healthy. Oh my God, because I'm so tired <laughs> of people giving up on him. If he can just stay healthy, we are cooking something. But yeah, I need your golf to watch Alabama college day games for motivation. Because yeah, if you suck this year, I swear to God, Bryson, bro. Is on. <laughs> so every Saturday, I don't you, you you get the family in the living room and you all watch Alabama games. I don't care. So yeah, but um, I think we just I feel like we be having we have so much talent that we just but the injury bug kills us every year with Hawkinson with Swift. With uh Jamal Williams, our O line, well, we we miss Ragnar for most of the year. Our D line never is healthy. Me and Rob talk about Deshaun Hand every freaking year. It's yeah. like, dude, the D line just the linebackers. Like our our injury bug is one of the worst. I don't know why is it one of the worst. Detroit, I understand it's football, but Detroit has has one of the worst. And I feel like that's really. That's what would be killing us really the most is the injury bug. But I think so. I think if eighty, if seventy to eighty percent of our roster can be healthy, that four plus win on our record can most likely happen. Yeah. Oh, wait, don't don't forget about the biggest signing we had, man, Jared Davis. All right, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm nothing. I'm just calling it a night. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, definitely some great points. I was about to say, yeah, Detroit. I I think Detroit will make the biggest leap just because not only is the the division wide open, but remember they had one of the toughest schedules in the league last year, and it looked pr- pretty like their record. It doesn't look like you know anything like positive came out of it. But if you actually watch the games, like we said, they were the most competitive team. And every single game was like, was not over anytime soon. So, uh, and like we had so many winnable games. Like, of course, if Baltimore didn't have the greatest kicker to ever be born in the whole, (laughs) like ever. uh, On top of that, you know, Vikings, if we didn't blow that fourth and 19, if we didn't uh, blow it against the Steelers in overtime to make it a tie. You know, there's just so many opportunities, and on top of that, uh, we won against uh, we could like we won uh, that last game uh, of the season, of course. But we also beat Arizona. We were the first team to ever have like one win, but only uh, but beat a team that had uh, ten wins. So that was the first time that ever happened. And you know, can't like you could tell all the players are, are really happy with Campbell. So. Uh, I'm excited for us, but uh, my other team uh, is actually the team that I think can have the biggest leap as well, which is my Eagles, because uh, of course, you know, we had uh, the trade with AJ Brown on draft day and I was super excited for that. Y'all know I almost had a seizure when, when the alert popped up, but uh, yeah, that, I'm excited for the Eagles, especially with the growth of Jalen Hurts, because I know every uh, there's lots of people that still believe that he's still buns. But going nine and eight 
with that receiving core and all the attention off of Devontae Smith now, since A.J. Brown is like now instead of just having one great receiver and then a whole bunch of mediocre receivers, you have a 1A and 1B. And I'm I'm excited for that. And on top of that, we got Hassan Reddick now. Uh, Fletcher Cox, uh, we got him back on a cheaper deal. Uh, Kaiser White is the most was probably the most underrated uh, free agent signing in the uh, NFC. Uh, just because, like you know, watching him, he was like he was a playmaker all over the field for uh, for the Chargers. So I'm excited for that. And yeah. I like, like, of course, I'm going to talk about, we're going to talk about the draft picks that help us as well. But, uh, you know, uh, I think Philly has a strong chance to do something. It depends on how Dak does, uh, how Dak plays out, uh, throughout the year. But, uh, I think Philly has a good chance to win the division. But another team that I think that can make a big difference, I'm going to stay in the division and go with, uh, of course, I agree with you, uh, you guys' pickups. And stuff, but I'm gonna stay in the division and go with Washington uh, with seven wins. And I know it, it their record's basically gonna uh, play out with how they play in the division because I'm pr- pretty sure they're gonna sweep. I think everybody's gonna sweep the Giants at this rate, but the Giants can also make a big leap as well because of the, their draft picks, not much their uh, free agency pickups, but their draft picks that we go talk about later. But I think they can make a big jump with that too. But Washington uh, having uh, Chase Young back, he was out for uh, almost the whole year. And, uh, you know, edge rushers, we all know that uh, when a superstar edge rusher just comes out of nowhere, uh, like coming back into a lineup or being a free agent going there or being a draft pick there, we all know, we all have seen the impact. Like every single team that drafts a high edge rusher and they end up being like a, a real true star. They could end up being one of the worst teams, and then the very next year they end up being a playoff team. And we saw that from Washington during COVID year when they went to the uh, playoffs with Heineke. So, and on top of that, they do have a, uh, uh, you know, my boy. Uh, well, not my boy, but you know, Carson Wentz. You know, I guess he could still be my boy. Uh, so, that whole division is going to be pretty interesting. Uh, with this, and I was gonna say Tampa was gonna have the biggest fall off, but you know, <laughs> Brady came back. <laughs> so, yeah, I think the rest is uh, up for grabs uh, when it comes to that. But I think the Rams are gonna pr- stay pretty consistent as well. Well, key the Panthers, the Baker, they might make a jump. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah, with his yeah, leadership, I think I think that that, that could happen too. Flavor, flavor. Oh my god. <laughs> but yeah. people still continue to say Baker's trash, but nah. they're just following the narrative. Everybody knows that before his injury, he was not trash. He wasn't trash, and there's a reason that they could have beat the Chiefs in the playoffs a couple of years ago and uh, got their first playoff win, first playoff berth in a very long time. They went from 0 and 16 to the playoffs in two years, and almost made the playoffs the year after they went went 0 and 16 his rookie year. So. Yeah, it's going to be uh, – I think Carolina, uh, like you said, uh, can make a big leap as well. Facts. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the standards. Like, yeah, because Atlanta might be that last team in that division. 
if if Mariota doesn't play to the standards or right or whoever they're gonna go with. Yeah. Whoever they're gonna go with. But yeah. I think um uh, Eagles are a good team to say just because they're additions. And I'm also like, yeah, I'm not an Eagles fan, but I'm also a fan of Jalen Hurts. I like I like his mentality more than everything. Like when he said Ren do like he said that thing about being Ren being do. I think that was like an amazing thing to say from someone so young. And I would love to like that would be I would love to have my quarterback say some, some say stuff like that. Like just cause he knows he, he can he, he he knows he the best quarterback in the room. But he knows if he if he doesn't make he doesn't make things happen, he knows where he's gonna be. And that's just something I love to hear from a quarterback. Um Yeah, AJ AJ Brown is one of my favorite receivers. I loved him since he came into the league from Ole Miss. I know it was him and DK. I loved AJ Brown more. So I'm definitely happy for, for him. And I'm also a fan of Goddard, uh, Dallas Goddard, a tight end. I also told that Rob off camera how I felt about Goddard. And then, like you said about your defense, defense got better, if, if anything. So, yeah, I do think, of course, Cowboys going to always be a good regular season team. So they always going to be there. But, yeah, I do think Eagles definitely just made a push to give Dak and the boys a run for their money. I'm excited. I'm excited to see that to see his uh his uh elevation from from the previous year. Now he got more weapons. It's gonna be an exciting offense to watch. Man, yeah. he I'm, I'm mainly excited at the fact that I I know my, uh, Miles Sanders said you know don't draft him in fantasy. I think that's just so that way people that actually do pass up on him regret yeah. it. That's gonna be my bold prediction because I feel like I feel like Sirianni told him that like I think he's gonna see a big like leap in production and I know in fantasy everybody has been getting on him including me but it's not but I know it's not his fault though it's because he's not getting uh, the touches uh, and I know they were having concerns about his vision uh, when it comes to picking holes uh, when it comes to rushing but I think if he has the year that. Uh, uh, that he is capable of. I know, like he was doing pretty good, uh, the previous season and the uh, season before. But I think, uh, like just all the production in the rushing game, and now not only do you have a, the one of the strongest receivers in the league that can run block, uh, but you also have a receiving core that is willing to run block, like Devonte Smith. Uh, <laughs> of course, against the Lions, where he was like, "We toting on their head." <laughs> <laughs> when uh when Slay was uh when Slay wanted to get in that wide receiver but he ain't want to block and they said no nah, you gonna get in here you gonna block so and when he was saying uh like when we kept losing and he was like we need to run the ball if we just keep that mentality that like well uh, like since we have a top three offensive line when healthy uh hopefully uh we can keep it going so I'm excited for for the Eagles this year. Uh, yeah, I got a um team that I'm questioning about. I don't know if they're gonna make the leap. I don't know if they're gonna fall back. So I want to see how you guys gonna feel. Uh, they're in the NFC West, the 49ers. I think they're gonna be an interesting team. Cause I don't know how they're gonna play out this year, but 
with things possibly possibly moving on to the Trey Lance era. How do you guys feel about the 49ers with uh with the way their things going right now? Because I know that I know they're they're well coached and will always be well put together to the fact that uh, they're gonna have a chance at at least a wild card. I feel like their season is going to be pretty much around the same. Well, when it comes to how uh, the amount of wins, I think they could have like uh, maybe a little bit less if Trey Lance does play. I think he's going to have a a pretty a learning year, uh, year one. And I know that they're probably not going to move on from him after uh, one season of you know being pretty bad. But you Patrick Mahomes to be. Uh, you know, pretty bad, you know, sitting out for one year behind uh, 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 Garoppolo. I mean, no, I'm thinking of oh, being Smith. behind, but uh, uh, Alex Smith. Uh, yeah. And, you know, with Andy Reid uh, developing him and stuff. And now he's a top quarterback in this uh, uh, number one quarterback in this league. So uh, that's going to be interesting. You bring up a good point because uh, y'all know I would like, I thought that was going to be an outstanding pick for uh for the 49ers when they drafted him. And I think he I think he has the potential to be great knowing that uh you know he didn't throw an interception in college. Uh uh like you know he he's a dual threat uh playmaker but he can also like be a game manager. I think that's going to be big for them. But uh with the loss of Mostert uh though and you know uh with uh, Debo not wanting to play the same role as he did uh, uh, as last year uh, is gonna is definitely gonna be interesting. But I think because their defense is so strong that the, the uh, you know with both with Bosa on the line, their their defense is always gonna be strong. So uh, they almost won the Super Bowl the year after they got the number two pick. So uh, to get Bosa, so I'm. Definitely looking forward to seeing what they can do. But, yeah, you do bring up a good point about San Francisco. Yeah, I feel it. Um, I, I better say this. I'm going to let Will speak what he, what he thinks about him. Uh, I think what you said with Trey Lance being a good pick, I think that still was a good pick. I hope nobody gives up on him. And one thing I do like about you, you stand on your things because – Trey Lance didn't get to play the role that the rest of the first round first round quarterbacks got to play. Like Justin started, Mac started, Trevor started, Zach Wilson started. Like he he was behind Garoppolo and played like plays here and there. Like Kyle Shanahan said he was gonna intertwine him and he did for a little bit, but he didn't play like the snaps that his other first round rookie quarterbacks did. So I do think, yeah, like you said, this could be a learning year, and I hope with that being a learning year, just because if Trevor does well, if Mac does well, if Justin plays better, or if Zach plays better, I hope they don't try to compare like that, compare in that sense, and I hope that they don't give up on Trey as well. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, talk to me, Will. How you feel about him? Uh, honestly, I'm like going into this year, I've been kind of confident in like what Trey Lance can do because I feel like now he's, he finally got, like, the go-ahead. Like, you know, now with this Jimmy Jimmy G situation, it seems like he's completely out of out of that, like, starting role in that organization. So, it's like now it's kind of like a breath of fresh air for uh, for Trey Lance to be like, now nah, I can 
take over this offense and finally do like you know spread my wings kind of. But I like at the same time like uh, obviously the big cloud over their franchise is the Debo situation. We don't know. Obviously, he doesn't want to play there, but if he's gonna be, you know, there during the year and everything like that. But I'm like at first I was thinking that they would take like a a little good dip, but then at the same time, it's like the Seahawks, they got kind of worse too. And I don't know how many games they can win with having Drew Locke at quarterback, unless he just surprises the whole league. I don't know how many wins they can really get out of that. So they probably would dip in their wins too. Rams going to be good. Cardinals going to be good. So they, I feel like they probably just might lose a couple more games than they did last year, but still be like around the same range. Still think they probably win like eight, nine games. But like same thing like the Steelers. Like the defense always been winning games for them. Like their defense always been strong no matter who's been a part of it. It's always been a thing where they can get stops and like that defense pretty well put together. But yeah, I feel like it's gonna be Trey Lance's uh, breakout year. Not super breakout, but Break out to the point where, like now, I can finally find my find my uh like placing in the league. Like, where do I rank among the top quarterbacks? What can I do with you know the full range of the offense? I feel it. Uh, you brought a good point. It made me realize I've got to say because yeah, with Drew Locke, I was thinking um based on how he plays, how they do this year, if the Lions will make a run, make a good run, have a good chance with Bryce Young, Seattle will. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to them. <laughs> Drew Lovers, Trey Lance games. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> gonna be pretty interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, what do you guys think is gonna be uh? So the top three teams in the NFC then. Uh. Uh, for this upcoming year, who do you guys think are going to be like the top the top three teams? Rams, it's going to be up there. Mm. All these changes got me thinking. <laughs> I know, right? Because yes, Rodgers and Brady are still there, but the way their team has lost the weapons that they lost is like, oh my god. I don't know. Like, yes, y'all great, but I don't know. Because, <laughs> like, at the same time, yeah, they they might win a division, but how good the NFC West is, how good you are with you with you guys and the Cowboys can possibly be in the regular season, it's still going to be two teams in the division better than them, even though they won a division. Like, it's the Seahawks, they won 7-9. They won the division. But I'll throw Rams. I throw, I'll throw Eagles. And the Lions fans not going to let me throw an NFC North team out there. I can't do it. I don't want to put that out there. So, <laughs> I'll say Rams, Eagles, and Cowboys. Cowboys would be have a better record. But, of course, they can't win a division. So, but I want people to know just because they not third seed doesn't mean they're not the third best team. With football, yes, you have to win your division to be a top four seed. I understand that. But I'm saying record wise, I can see Rams, Eagles, and Cowboys in no 
specific order. Well, uh, yeah, same point. Like, obviously, I feel like the pack is going to take a not a nosedive, but kind of like a steep drop off. So they'll be out of there for sure. Rams got better, so I feel like the Rams going to be a lock in there for me. Honestly, yeah, the Eagles, I can see them being top three, like being at least like a 12-win team. I can see it happening with the changes that they made in the offseason. Now, Jalen Hurts having more space to operate. So I can see them in there. And I I just got a feeling like Tom Brady does it with anybody. Like, it don't matter who you put on that team. He can just get it done. You still got Mike Evans and and, uh, and Chris Godwin, playoff Lenny. Like, I feel like you can still make it happen. So, yeah, I got the the Rams, Bucks, and then the um, Eagles. Yeah, I know my dad will be mad at me for not putting Brady up there, but it's all right, man. It's all right. <laughs> but, yeah. Interesting. I like it. So, uh, I I decided I'm not going to uh, – I'm not going to put the Eagles in the top three, although I do think they could be top five. And uh, I know that their potential, it can be top three just because, you know, they added Brad, uh, Bradbury as well. Uh, and then the people I said, so they, they're going to have a nice team all around. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say they're number four, but uh, for top three teams, I'm going to say, uh, I'm, I'm gonna say Rams. Uh, it's like, should I should I be biased? <laughs> no, but I put I put the Eagles in there with no bias. I honestly think they'll be that good. I I didn't either. Yeah, I I, I care if they make top three or not. I was looking at the division. I mean the conference. I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see how well do I think the Cowboys will be. Well, you said Rams, Eagles, and Bucks, right? I'll make sure we keep this on tab. Yeah. We got to make sure we keep these on tab. This yeah. The Rams, Eagles, Cowboys. All right, there. Yep. So. I think my shocker team, and this might be surprising, but I think my shocker team is going to be the Saints. Ooh. And I think that's going to be – I think they can end up being number three just because uh, – uh, of not only how strong uh, their defense can be, but Jameis Jameis Winston, we still ha- uh, uh, haven't seen him like for a full season. And you know, we- while he was blind, he was throwing for five thousand yards. So uh, <laughs> even even though he had all them picks, but I mean, five thousand yards, five thousand yards, <laughs> and you know, uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, uh, ooh, actually. I forgot he's about to be suspended. Suspended, yeah, for half. Yeah, year. scratch, yeah. scratch that, scratch that. Bias, Eagles, <laughs> Eagles. So Rams and Eagles, and I'm going to say, you know, another team that uh I didn't talk about much, and I hate that uh you know we're probably not gonna like this, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings. End up uh, having a good, uh, a big lead too. 
mainly due to the fact that uh, not only is the schedule really weak, but uh, but their offense has you know top top offense in the league potential. So uh, Vikings can end up making the playoffs as well. But for that last spot, I might just say Bucks, just because even though they did, you know, uh, lose, like you can't bet against Brady. That man gonna come out of retirement and then pull a Jordan, uh, <laughs> just come out of retirement, win a ring, and then go back. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Bucks. Uh, I'm gonna say Bucks. You guys both have Rams, Eagles, and Bucks, and I have Rams, Eagles, and Cowboys. That's crazy. I'm the only I'm the Patriot fan going against Brady. It's just, I ain't, I ain't going against. Him. I mean, I understand. I just feel it. I just don't. I can, I can understand, but yeah. I was about to say, you know, Brady not, always ends up shocking people. They're like, he can't get do it again, right? Uh, I he, just, he could do it again, so. I'm definitely not saying that as like I think he fell off or nothing. I'm not Max Carroll, man. Trust me. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I just definitely know the Raiders. I playoff wise, yes, Brady over Cowboys immediately. I just know the regular season team the Cowboys is. I mean, are, and that's the reason why. And Brady did lose Gronk, and Gronk and Brady like it's so more than what can I explain. But, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. All right. AFC. I got Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. I I got it there. I'm hoping – AFC, I'm hoping I'm wrong. But until I see it, I I don't know. I I can't I can't bank on what I've, what I've seen because yes, he lost Tariq Hill, but Mahomes always they him and Andy Reid always find a way. They find a way. Yeah, Bills are talked about great as the best team this year for a reason, and how Joe Burrow confidence is growing. I I don't I don't know yet. I can't I can't bank on. Nothing else yet, cause yes, the AFC West did get better, but basically you can't take Goliath down until you take him down, and the Chiefs have not been taken down that division yet. So, I got Bills, Bengals, Chiefs. All right, all right. Will, <sighs> yeah, honestly, feel like the Chiefs, like you said, are still gonna be one of the best teams in the league, like. Honestly, me personally, I've been been rooting for uh, Juju to have his breakout year again. Like personally, as a Steelers fan, I've seen the potential of Juju of like what he could be. And the past few years, I feel like his production, a lot of the Steelers receivers' production was kind of like all over the place because of obviously Big Ben's like you know regression, and then the offense was kind of stagnant. But now he got that free free-flowing offense that the Kansas City guy, and he's a pretty tough, you know, runner after catching the ball. Like, he's a yak guy. So, I still see that the Chiefs going to be the top, like, you know, top three teams in there. Bills, I see that as well. You know, Josh Allen, Sean, he's 
one of the well, if not one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And another team that I feel like can get in there are the Dolphins, man. Like the Dolphins are going to have that, that, not the Kansas City Chiefs type offense, but all that speed on the field, field that they have, I feel like it's going to take a while for the league to get used to that offense and get accustomed to being able to at least try to box it in. So I feel like they can rack off, like rack off a lot of wins early in the year, and then they might have a little like down part. But I feel like the early wins are going to carry them in that in the standings. So I feel like that Dolphins could sneak in there like at three. Chiefs, Bills, and Dolphins have been documented for Bill. All right. Yes, sir. All right, we move on to Rob. You know. I'm looking at all these teams in the AFC, and other than the bottom three, when it comes to the Jets, Houston, and uh, the Jets, Texans, and Jags, every other team is a playoff caliber team. Like, Denver, Denver had the fourth worst record in the division, and now they got Russ. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to see how that goes, and that's going to be wild. But... So I got Bills number one. They're they I think they're going to have the uh, the best record in the AFC. Um, I'm going to say Cincinnati is another one, and honestly, the leap that I think he can he's uh, going to have. I'm gonna go with the Chargers. That's right. The Chargers was fourth on my – it was, like, between the, the Dolphins and Chargers. Like, I feel like they finished around the same same uh spot, like one went off of each other. Yeah, me too. I was thinking – I'm like Dem- – uh, I was uh, thinking about Denver, but I'm like, the way this uh whole division uh, – the whole conference is stacked, it's like there's so many possibilities with this. So, uh. Another one that I can see is the Raiders. I think they'll probably be fourth. Uh, but, yeah, those those will probably be my top three. So, Buffalo, uh, Cincinnati, and uh, L.A. You, uh, your, your team have been knocking it. All right. So, we can start with the AFC worst teams. So I'm a, let's go with top five for AFC worst because I feel like our three is going to be the same. Okay. Okay. Texans is in all of ours, of course. <laughs> Dude, they were six on my best list. What are you talking hey, bro, about? Come on, Derek Stingley's going to be a difference maker, bro. I'm about to say Darrell Revis 2.0, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, you guys are not making my y'all not making my case. <laughs> Fine, fine, dude. Okay, if we have to, takes sense. All right, fine, Patriots. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I was gonna say, we're not, we're not gonna be team we were last year, but we're not gonna be top five worst. Yeah, no, I'm I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. (laughs) Takes sense. Um, Jaguars are gonna be top five, I think. Jets, I think, would be top five. 
I can't, I can't see nobody in the AFC West. Like, I'm just not looking at the AFC West. Um, I'm gonna throw the Browns. I need one more. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, 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 mm. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Man, why is that AFC West so good, dog? Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Browns, Texans, Jaguars, Jets. I'm going to have to throw it out. I'm going to throw the Steelers just of the young, the young movement. I think, like, the fifth and fourth worst would be Dustin Jaguars if they move in the right direction. But the Texans and Browns and Jets are at the the top three bottom. That's my rule. That's what I'm going with. All right. Documented it. Documented it. All right, Will. Yeah, so Texans, obviously in there. Jets, like they're going to be in there too. Uh, Honestly, I had the Browns in there too because first I feel like Deshaun Watson is going to get some type of some type of suspension. If it's not a crazy lengthy one, I feel like it's at least going to be like a Kamara type something is going to happen. So that might take off a good chunk of wins for them. So that'd probably be in there. Uh, mm. Jags, I say they'll be in there. Price like to the upper part of it, like seven wins, but they'll still be in there. But I don't know. Ah. And I, uh, wait, so I had to wait. Texans, Jets, Browns. Yeah, hard, ain't it? Yeah, you know what? This this might be crazy. Take. I'm putting the Titans in there, man. What? What? Say no. I know. I know they were the number one team. But all these teams around them making crazy moves to, you know, be way better. I feel like the Titans have been stagnant and it's gonna push them way, way farther down in the in the uh standings. Probably obviously not, you know, the bottom of it, but top five at least. I can see I can see see of Nashville just having like Will with devil horns, just throwing darts and they just mad. Right after Will. Right, so it's Texans, Jets, Browns, Titans, and yeah, Jacks, yeah. <laughs> All right. I ain't gonna lie, I was looking at the Titans too, but I, I, I didn't think so. But yeah, that's good that's a good thing. That's good that's a good choice, I should say. They they they, they have potential to fall like off a cliff. They have the potential. Only because it's not guaranteed because number twenty two is the only reason it's not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. That's why I feel like they're gonna be <laughs> at like the topper end of it, but so right. he he gonna push them to some some wins, but some wins, man. Yeah, I about to say, yeah, Tennessee fans, y'all literally are not a lot because of number twenty two. That's literally, literally the reason why <laughs> that's really the reason y'all not. All right. Document it, man. Document that. Yeah, we need Tennessee. Yeah, that's a that's a take. We need that documented. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so it's good. It's honestly going to be pretty hard because of the teams that I said uh, can make the big leap, but this conference is so stacked. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the no particular order, of course. So well, Houston's number one, worst team. I'm gonna write that down. The other four, the other four are in the order. Don't write it down. What happened in no order, dog? He said, no particular order. But yeah, it was the worst. I did. Y'all listen, bro. That's actually funny, (laughs) though. Whoa, wait, hold on. We just got a bomb. Bomb? NFL bomb. Okay. Breaking news. Chiefs tackle. Mitchell Schwartz has retired. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Man. So Chiefs. No, I'm just play. Alright. Um, all right, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But alright, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Houston. Uh so Jags, Jets. I'ma say Browns as well. Um, you know, I want to. I want to say. I want to say Colts so bad. <laughs> Be and only because I'm. I'm not believing in Ryan that much. But if they had, but since they have Jonathan Taylor, I'm not going to put them in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna say Steelers only because I think that they're re- they're gonna emphasize trying to build their roster uh, up and like they're gonna see exactly like who can stay who can go. I think that'll be a growing year. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put the Steelers in there. You don't believe in Matty Ice, man? <laughs> I, I not really, not really. <laughs> my, my, I mean that offensive line that offensive line is gonna be nice, but I mean. You know, Mike. Mike gonna be mad at you. I don't care. He's at the bottom. You know wow. <laughs> no, nah, I'm. I'm just playing. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk down to my Falcon fan, bro. But yeah, yeah, I think that's gonna be my five. Tennessee's gonna be six, though. Yeah. Damn. But I think. But honestly. Tennessee can be at the bottom because I feel like they're only going like teams are going to only have to plan to uh like game plan for Henry. Yeah, because it's like yeah you gotta like watch out for uh their passing game as well with Burks and uh, Woods, but it's like that's not the that's not a threat that you really have to be like okay, like forget the run game, we got to stop these guys. It's like no, we're never saying that. It's gonna be like how are we going to stop twenty two. So, I think – and since the coaching in the, a, in the AFC is so stacked, I think they'll be able to game plan enough to not stop him but contain him from making it so that way he wins them the game. So – and also, you know, the past couple of years, like, uh, like I never want to say that a player is going to get injured or anything, but I'm going to say, like, because of the workload he's going to have to get, it's going to be interesting to see how healthy he can stay. 
Yeah, that's that uh, gonna be interesting because if he definitely goes down, young boy's not winning another game. Exactly, yeah. and you know, like he last year, he he how many games did he uh miss the like to end the season? Because I know he he missed like what a good yeah. eight nine games. No, it was like six to nine games. That's why I was so happy in the party. We ended up we ended up to play. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I, that was the worst fantasy. Uh stretch of my of that year for me, bro. Man. So uh, let me let me see. How to find it. Right. Um he only played one, two, three. Yeah, I played four games. So I mean, he only played four? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You are absolutely right because they kept teasing that he would come back soon, and then they were just like, "Yeah, he's gonna be out for like three months." No way, scratch that. Not four. That was ESPN messing up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He played eight games, so he, he played missed eight, games. missed nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I guess I was right that first time. Six to nine games, all right. But yeah, uh, depending depending on how healthy he could stay. That's gonna be how it is for Tennessee because Tennessee's defense is like it's good, it's like decent, but with this division now, oh yeah, with this, uh, with the AFC how it is now, is is we're gonna see how how much they can contain everybody and put up some points. He missed he missed half the year and almost still rushed for a thousand yards. That's ridiculous, Ex- bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. That, that defense is not sexy. Tennessee, I'm sorry. Yeah, that yeah, defense too. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's all right, but it's not like for AFC, absolutely not. Nah, yeah. I, Especially when everybody get more firepower. Hold on, bro, because I gotta see this. I gotta before I before I say this, I want to ask something. Because hold on, because yeah, y'all niggas play the AFC West too. Oh my lord, have mercy. Oh, they play. Oh yeah. Oh my. Lord. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is bad. So what I'm hearing is I'm drafting one AFC rest quarterback. Right. Yeah. I'm definitely drafting one of the, one of you four. I'm drafting. I'm dra- I don't know who it'll be. It's gonna be one of you four. <laughs> well, we'll see. Cause that means they play, yeah, the AFC West played the Texas and the Jaguars too. Yeah, I need one quarterback. Yeah. I need one quarterback out of there. I need one quarterback. Y'all want to get the NFC worse? Yeah, there's so many. So, I, we can, <laughs> oh, honestly, my. we could do top five for this one too. I know we said top three for, but we could do a top five. All right, so I got five. Yeah. Ready, document it. Uh, yeah. Giants. Giants. Okay. Commanders. Commanders. Seahawks. Seahawks, Falcons, Falcons, unfortunately, Lions. Oh, interesting. Okay, it may be out of top three, though. <laughs> 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 yeah. You want to uh, give any reasoning for those, or not really, or uh, Giants? We'll do that later. I, oh, I mean, it's up to y'all. It's up to y'all. I'm. It's up to y'all. If y'all want, y'all want you wait till y'all say y'all's. Yeah, or, we, yeah, we can wait. 
All right, bet, bet, bet. So, Giants is in there for sure. For sure. The mm-hmm. uh, Seahawks are in there. For sure. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears are in there. For sure. Sorry, nah, sorry. <laughs> wait, so wait, I got Giants, Seahawks, Bears. Commanders, yeah, they're in there too. That name. Oh, that's so that's so stupid to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bro, yeah, that, that, that sounds so weird saying honestly. The commander. <laughs> Commanders, bro. That is nasty. <laughs> this man dying. Bro. Commanders. Oh, that's funny, dog. <laughs> All right. Wait, okay. Giants, Bears, Seahawks, Commanders, and Falcons, yeah. I guess you say bye to Bryce Young. So. <laughs> All right. So I got I got the Giants, the Bears, the Falcons, the uh, Seahawks. So that's gonna be my uh, for, wait. Hold on, wait, wait. Let me let me pause for a second. Let me get my thoughts right. Okay. <laughs> so, um, the Giants, the Bears, Seahawks. Those are my top three locks. Giants, Bears, Seahawks. And then... Ooh. Is there... Are they Are they starting with Riddler? They didn't say. Or they, is, they, is, uh, it, is it most likely that they're starting Riddler? I think they said they lean in towards... Yeah, they did. Oh, man. Oh, all right. Falcons. <laughs> wow. All right. Right there. All right, you give a chance to marry Young. That's, yeah. a, that's a Heisman winner right there. Man. Come on. The Heisman winner. <laughs> and the best quarterback ever. Come on. <laughs> so, so, so Giants, Bears, Seahawks, Falcons, and you know what? I'm going to go with I'm gonna go with the Panthers, mm. but I only doing that because I don't think their coaching is the brightest. And, <laughs> and Man, I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, <laughs> and I got. I got to. Hopefully, McCaffrey stays healthy. But that man hasn't played sixteen games in like <laughs> how long? So we'll see. But you know what? I think the Panthers are gonna be the fifth worst. I think they'll be the best of the five I said, but I think they'll be down there. I can see that. Washington, I'm I, I gotta see how Carson Wentz does, but hopefully, hopefully he uh well no, not hopefully. What am I talking about? It's a it's a rival. The football team, uh they're still a football team, I don't care. Commanders. <laughs> they're the football team. Commanders. They ain't commanding nothing but <laughs> <laughs> Gotta put the asterisk. I'm gonna put their logo on my toilet paper. Wow. <laughs> well, I met I met wearing their front office people. He's pretty nice. Can you why you just wiping around with him? I don't give a <laughs> But alright, um Well let me go like this. You both I didn't have the bears, I had the bears. Explain me 
what y'all say about the Bears that put that put them that low for y'all? I'll go first. For so, um, they lost. So they lost Khalil Mack on defense, and on top of that, their uh, receiving core is still not the strongest. I don't think they did anything to help Justin Fields out still. And I, I although they did, the good thing is they did take out uh, um, Nagy. Uh, however, I think they didn't do enough as uh, to improve their team as well. So that's my reason for it. And I think even though the division is open and stuff, I don't think I think the Bears will be the worst out of the four, uh, mainly because uh, Viking. I think they're uh, the Vikings. Uh, Offense is too much for them to handle, but uh, their, their defense can't contain them. But I think Aaron Rodgers is still going to torch the Bears. So I think this will be the time that uh, they're starting to learn exactly what they're doing. Yeah. I feel you. I'm sorry, losing my mind. Ain't staying in Phoenix, losing my mind. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, the same way, like, I feel like they still in that that growing stage of figuring out what they need to do. Still think it's a lot of holes on that team. That O line, I don't think that's still that's not helping Justin Fields at all as far as like being being comfortable back there, man. Because he was he was running for his life the whole season, and sadly, I still feel like he's gonna be doing the same thing this year too. So, I, I you know. They got some young pieces, and they're definitely going to grow, but I don't think it's going to grow enough to get, like, more wins than what they had last year, like, by a substantial amount or anything like that. Yeah, on top of uh, – one more thing I forgot to say. Not only is their offensive line uh, – their offensive line to me is uh, still, like, needs a huge upgrade next year. But on top of that, I think – uh, David Montgomery is the most overrated running back. And I'm not saying he's bad, but I think he's very overrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Is there a reason why the Seahawks besides Drew Locke being quarterback? Mm. Seahawks, I feel like they did the same thing with the um, – like the – Bears too, like that O line still needs some work, and honestly, besides DK being in and out, Tyler Lockett is your best like, rely like risk consistent guy because Chris Carson gonna be in and out like always. DK, you don't know what DK you gonna get. Either you gonna get the DK that's dominant, look like he's like top ten receiver in the league, or the DK that's just not engaged. And no offense, I don't know if he's going to be, you know, consistently healthy. He's always had that question mark around him. And, yeah, that that defense, obviously, that's that defense has been bad against the run the past, what, past few years. Russ has been there, too. They've been bad against the run. And I don't know, man. It's, it's a lot of run-heavy teams in the NFC that I feel like can eat up on that and take some games away from them and then, you know, also give a lot of pressure to the QB situation. But 
that O line, yeah, like it's the same as the Bears. Like they had some improvements, but still need like a lot of lot of help. Yeah, like yeah. Other than Charles Cross, that offensive line doesn't have uh you know much. I like the reasons. I like it. Um Falcons besides Marcus Mariota being quarterback. I say their defense so goddamn awful. That's what I say. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, other than other than Terrell, that that yeah. defense is yeah. atrocious. I'll show yeah, I agree with you. I'll show love to yeah, Terrell's a good quarterback. And I Greg Jarrett, he's not where he was, but he's still a good D tackle in my opinion. But yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the biggest reason because, like, you know, Mariota's already like uh, not that good, but coming into a new offense, I don't think he'll legit. And on top of that, if they don't feed Kyle Pitts the ball like how he needs to, it's, it's not going to be pretty. And you can only rely on the so much. Yeah. I, uh, I like that, and I also say like your defense what it is with playing the t- the quarterbacks you got to play twice a year are Brady, Winston, and Baker. So I wish y'all luck with that. And yeah. duh, <laughs> and duh, they lost Russell Gage. Of course they're gonna be bad. It's like duh. okay. Um, Rob, tell me why. Oh, you said oh, it was the coach the only reason about the Panthers was something else. Uh. Mm. Offensive line still uh, uh, is also, you know, not that strong, and they're the matchups that they got going on. Uh, that's going to uh, like something that they need to look at. And uh, on top of that, it's like, yeah, uh, Baker is a great leader and stuff, but uh. I I honestly want to see exactly how the chemistry with uh you know Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, and Baker. Because I know I know uh I know Robbie Anderson said that all that because of in defense of his quarterback. But man, that was that that's the best answer he ever gave. <laughs> it was the wrong answer. That was a really good answer. I'm not gonna lie. That is, I feel it. But I, I, I still find Cap. I still. Find... <laughs> I feel, I feel like Baker finna be like, uh, uh, he gonna be like, all right, you're, oh, you're wide open in the end zone. <laughs> Dump it off. <laughs> <laughs> he you said, "What, man? We got five yards. I could have had a touchdown. We could have won the game." Okay, end. Okay, <laughs> but, but check down. So, right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, coaching is the main concern. But there's uh like some decent uh uh reasons as well, like other reasons that's not as big. But I think coaching will be the biggest concern, or the biggest question mark, I should say. Those good points. Um, yeah, that's good points. I feel it. Well, I know I said them too, but why you said the commanders? Commanders. Like, cause they're besides the the Giants, of course, but the Eagles getting better and the Cowboys getting better. Feel like that's gonna push them down a little bit as far as like 
being able to win those games. And then at the same time, still feel like it's kind of like a filling out process for them, like being able to get adjusted to new guys coming in. Carson Wentz, honestly, I feel like he's going to have a good year. But besides that, still feel like their team is like, they're still trying to figure it out. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be middle of the road type teams. And then obviously with Carson Wentz, see if he can still stay healthy like throughout the year and everything. But I just feel like they're still stuck in that like middle of the road type of type of situation. I hear you. Yeah. All right. To I'm just gonna piggyback like yeah. I I think the same thing really. Like yeah, Chase Young coming back and he's gonna be Chase Young of course. But it's so much a good D line can take you. In my opinion, that's that's really what you have. Yeah, I think um, Carson is more declining than, than inclining with going to a new team. I don't know how Ron Rivera is going to set him up, but yeah, just to pick it, just to say, yeah, he basically touched on it. And I'm going to say, as the one Lions fan, we had the, the Lions in the top five. Uh, am I that Lions fan that that puts white? Paint on his face with with a uh, red lipstick and red nose, looking like a clown. Week one, saying this our year. Yes, I am. <laughs> will I do that week? Will I do that week one after AJ Brown lost three Lions? Yes, I will. Oh, no, don't don't speak that until you. <laughs> <laughs> will I do that when Jalen hurts, gritty in the end zone? Yes, I will. <laughs> I will still say this is our year. It's only one game, right? <laughs> but I just think. That this team, I feel like I want the injury bug to be gone, but I don't think it's going to be gone. And the one thing about the Lions that I don't like, yes, we're not we're not a great team, but the teams we can beat, we don't we we play around with them. We play with our food too damn much, in my opinion. And I think those are going to kill us. Like this this season, we play the NFC East. We gonna I say the best we're gonna have that is two and two because I think we're gonna lose to the Eagles and the Cowboys. Commanders and Giants are up in the air depending on the matchups and the injury status for those weeks. We play the we play the Panthers. I don't know if we can beat them at Carol at Carolina. I don't know if we can beat them. We we struggle with TJ Walker. I don't know how that's gonna go. We play the Seahawks. I think we're gonna beat the Seahawks at home. I think we're gonna do that. But um the division, we, we don't like to play good in our division. We don't like to do that. I don't know why. They act like the Bears are so much better than us when they're absolutely not. Uh, the Packers is going to be a new season with no Devontae Adams. Thank you, Jesus. And But Aaron Rodgers is still there. <laughs> but, hey, he didn't say he owned us. Shout to shout Chicago. He didn't say he owned us, though. But, uh, yeah, and then – Minnesota can probably make a good jump as well. If they don't, I think Kirk Cousins needs to be loved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll make sure that someone was calling me. I declined it. But uh, yeah, I just, I just don't. I'm just trying to be. I just don't see us getting that much better that we're not the worst in the NFC top five. Basically, can I see not top three like? I know Rob had a lot for top three. I can see his out of top three for sure. But uh, 
Can I see top five? I can't yet, in my opinion. I just can't yet. Will I? Do I hope I'm wrong? Oh, I hope I'm. I'm a clown for that for sure. For sure, I would love to be stupid. I'll love to be stupid in this case. <laughs> but do I think so? Right here on July 14, 2022, I do not. I don't think we're top five better. I don't think we played and we played the FC East this year. I think to be honest, only thing only team we have a chance for real. Well, they have a chance with the Patriots, in my opinion. I don't I know I'm gonna be like really yay, yay, because it's Patriots and Alliance when they play each other. But I don't know if the Dolph I don't know how the Dolphins gonna look. <laughs> they said it was a failure on Thanksgiving with the Bills. So we got a chance with the Jets for sure. I'll give them that. I don't know how it's going to be looking when we play Trevor and Jaguars, but I feel like that's a game we can lose as well. But um, personally, yeah, I just don't think they're there yet. I respect it. And the the more you talked about it, the more I was like, yeah, that is definitely a possibility. And we all had Giants, and I think it's for the same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> My mine is mainly because I I still have never been a, a Daniel Jones believer, so uh, it's like, hey, they got a big, they got big improvements in the draft, but I'm like, that that can only uh, those two improvements can only take you so far. So I and I don't think it does anything to like push them truly over any of the rest so I feel it I feel it yeah so that's just my brief explanation on the Giants yeah I think um, like you said Daniel Jones I I don't think he's a worse as what people say I don't, I'm not saying he's good I don't think he's a quarterback you can win with I just don't think he's as terrible as people say like I do think he can have some credit thrown to him. Not not to say that he uh he deserves some because he's a good I'm not saying he's a guy, but I don't think he's like God awful. And yeah, I agree with you. They're they're two draft picks and uh Thibodeau and Neil. I think those were I think those were uh, very, very, very good picks. But they lost peppers to us, so their defense did take a hit. And I think it did take a hit and more, more recent as well. But yeah, yeah, just to piggyback off of you. Yeah, y'all, y'all hit on the points, man. Hey, man. Yeah, on the net. Man, Jones ain't it, man. Man, Sterling get out of there. I can't doubt that you made the wrong decision, brother. I was right, man. Hey. Hey, hey, I, I'm just saying we're the ones laughing. Hey, I mean, <laughs> left us. We, we, we was like, oh, oh, don't leave us. Hey, guys, we about to go celebrate. <laughs> yeah. Anything else on the agenda, man? Uh, so I know we were talking about uh, uh teams that like you know can make the playoffs and stuff are there any teams that might not win the division but you can for sure see like that uh wild card uh for uh let's start off with the AFC uh, 
Actually, yeah, no, no, actually, so, mm, there's so many teams with the AFC, though. Yeah, there are. There's so many. There so are. Should we, should we just go with the uh, NFC first? NFC? Yeah, let's do NFC. Let's I, I, do NFC because I'm on the NFC screen. Okay. But uh, either you or Cowboys, of course, whoever don't win a division, of course, I think it's going to be there. If Kyler can keep them, I think Kyler, if Kyler can keep them above 500 until DeAndre come back, I think they can still be there. I think Kyler is just, I think Kyler is a special quarterback. And I think he is going to have a better year. Left lost Christian Kirk, but gained Hollywood Brown. If if they can just stay above water until Hopkins come back from his suspension, I think they can be a team. I think the Niners has have a chance for obvious reasons we talked about earlier. They're always that team that you can't ever like count out. They're they're that type of team. Uh, I can see the Vikings. If if they don't win the division, somebody else win the division. If Aaron Rodgers still be Aaron Rodgers, or something happens, the Vikings can be it. Or the or you know, I definitely say the NFC South is obvious going to be either Saints or Buccaneers, like how it was during the COVID year. Saints won the division, but Brock, but Buccaneers were so good they made the wild cards. Definitely going to be that. So I say, I'm gonna say. The Cowboys is in the wild card. Eagles win the division. And I'm going to say Cardinals and Niners can be there. I can say the uh, – I'm going to say the Saints as well. And for the North, I'll just say the Vikings can have a chance in the wild card. I think they'll be they'll be a team that's a wild card team. Don't win the division. All right, Will. Ooh, all right, so – as far as NFC West goes, I feel like I feel like Kyler, like you said, I feel like Kyler can keep him keep him afloat for a little bit. It depends on who they play. Honestly, I haven't looked at the their schedule in particular, but I feel like he can keep him afloat a little bit. And then once D Hop gets back, you know, obviously it'd be a way bigger you know improvement for them. It'd be way easier. So for NFC West, I say the Cardinals probably get in there. The 49ers probably be close, but they'd be on like the edge of it. Like the uh, what do they call that? The on on the bubble, whatever. I forgot whatever they call it. The, uh, in the hut, in the hut, yeah, in the hut. <laughs> but for them, I say yeah, I say the Cardinals. NFC East, I say the Cowboys would be that team that don't win the division, but they'll be they'll be like right, you know, get to the playoffs, but. So like the Eagles probably be like around twelve games, like twelve wins, and then the Cowboys be like eleven, eleven or ten wins, but they'll still get in there. Uh, NFC South, I say the Saints, they'll be in there for sure. And uh, NFC North, man, it, it honestly, it honestly depends on how how uh, Rodgers can keep that offense afloat. Like, without, you know, them not having the clear-cut number one guy, you know, to run the offense through. Obviously, they still got Aaron Jones, but, you know, as far as receivers go, like, I wonder how Aaron Jones – well, not Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers is going to get through that. But that's a team that I don't know who's going to win that division, honestly. 
And uh, season North, you know what? You know what? I'm going on the limb. Detroit, we're getting to the wild card. We're getting to the wild card. Oh my God. He put Buddy down. Buddy Detroit, down. we're getting to the wild card, man. Mm. Put it, man. Document that. Come on, Stamp man. Stamp, Stamp, it. It. Stamp that, man. Stamp that. Oh, yeah. There you go. I, I'm not a I'm not a believer in Kirk Cousins, man. I feel like he's gonna, he gonna it's gonna be that question here, like you said, but I feel like he's gonna disappoint. And then everybody's everybody in Minnesota's gonna be like, Yeah, it's time for you to go, brother. It's time for us to get that replacement. I feel it. All right, man. Yeah, tell Kirk you like that. <laughs> All right. So I think uh uh, like we said, between Dallas and Philly, whoever doesn't win the division uh, uh, can get that wild card. Um, my thing with the NFC North is I think in order to make the playoffs, you're going to have to win the division uh, yeah. just because of uh, the other team. Like, each division has two teams that can that can win the division, like win like 10 games, uh, 10, 11 games that uh, will put them in. But – uh, I think I don't think there's anybody in the West that will uh that could get into the wild card because I honestly think uh Arizona I don't think it's gonna be a down year but I think they can go lower than what they had last year like they finished eleven and six I could see them going nine and seven this year uh uh just because I already know that uh after after you know their really crazy good start uh to the year like their chemistry was just so off. After, after, uh, like once the Green Bay game came, and then after that pick that they threw to end the game, once you saw, uh, after that game, you could tell like their chemistry was just so off, and it doesn't help that you know Kyler was sitting, uh, sitting out, uh, because of the new contract talks, and everybody was talking about Kyler needs to be a better leader and stuff, and I agree that he needs to be a better leader, but I don't know if he's actually going to be that leader that puts them over the hunch or like, you know, improves them throughout the year. So, we'll see, but I don't think uh, Arizona will uh, uh, win that. San Francisco, I don't think so either. And then we already talked about Seattle. So, I think the Rams will be the only team making the playoffs from that division. But uh, I think Tampa Bay can uh, win the division, but New Orleans, the uh, like, is going to be a serious threat to them. And if they – since they, they had nine wins last year and that was with – Jameis Winston out most of the year with him coming back and their new receiving core with Tyron Matthew as their new captain on defense. I think they're going to be a threat to make, uh, to win the, uh, to go to the wild card as well. So if there is like a couple wild card games, it would probably be between, uh, between of course, you know, between Dallas and Philly, whoever goes, uh, Whoever wins uh, the North uh, will probably be in that wild card weekend too. They won't have a bye. I don't think there there will be a team in that division that gets the first round bye. Mm. And then it will probably be Tampa Bay and New Orleans as uh, uh, as well. Whoever doesn't win that division can get the wild card. And uh, yeah, we're going to see how San Francisco does because I know their uh, their defense is coming back, but the real question is, however, Trey Lance will be. And you know their loss of Brita, 
uh, hurts, but they still have good, good running backs in their room that can uh, help them on the offense as well, and that can uh, pass catch. So that's going to be interesting. But, yeah, those are my picks. I like it. I feel it. Um, yeah, I think the Rams or where it wins the NFC East will be number one in my opinion. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, thinking, thinking about it too, I can see the NFC North having one team as well. Because I, I was trying to say Vikings can be that can be that team, but I don't know. Yeah, NFC North probably is gonna have, won't be that with one team for sure. But yeah, all right. The American Football Conference, huh? How about them boys? I got, I got my, I got my guys already. Raiders and Chargers both make it this time. Dan Lee, right now, but I'm gonna say the the wild card teams are the Raiders, Chargers, Ravens. Mm. Yeah, yeah, feel that. I feel that. Dolphins miss it. Going Dolphins get eliminated week seventeen or eighteen. I'm pulling it down. I like the additions. I, I that's why I'm saying late season. They they just miss it in my opinion. They still, of course, they of course they had the time to make it. That's why I'm like, if anything, they won't be eliminated to week seventeen, week eighteen. So yeah, Chargers, Raiders, Ravens. Okay, yeah. For mine, uh, my wild card teams probably say the Chargers will make the wild card because I feel like the Chiefs are going to still be at the top of that division. AFC South, I feel like whoever wins that division is just that's the only team that's coming out of it. I think that's going to be the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, AFC North. Yes, nah. AFC East. Honestly, feel like it's gonna be the Bills and the the Dolphins to make the playoffs. Feel like the Dolphins just gonna squeeze in there at the end. I feel like it's the same thing though. Like you said though, like it's gonna be at the end of the week, at the end of the year. But I feel like everybody in that division is gonna be pretty top heavy. Like whoever. Whoever is bad in this division is going to be pretty – well, confident is going to be pretty bad. Whoever is good is going to be pretty good. Like, last year is a lot of middle of the road, like eight and nine, nine and seven. It's like, you know, those type of teams. But I feel like it's going to be a lot of a lot of teams that's more happen like, down the years or years that's not, like, that crazy good. But inside mm, so the Dolphins – Chargers and uh, dang, I, I say Ravens. I say Ravens. Ravens getting there. Their card doesn't bring it home. Ah man, bro, I, it's division, man. I, it's division. It's crazy. Great, I feel it, brother. I like it. I like. I like. I like the differences, man. I like. It. I like it a lot. Man, I would low key, if you're right, I would low key like see a Chiefs Dolphins wild card. Tyreek returns to Kansas City. Oh my! Oh God. yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that'd be that'd be crazy. I don't care where we are. I don't care where we all are in the world. We got to meet one spot and we're watching that game. 
<laughs> That's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So for my picks, it's it's so hard. And it's gonna it's it might be interesting, okay? So uh Zell, your prediction was that Miami loses uh loses in week seventeen or eighteen. I got Baltimore being that team that loses at week seventeen or eighteen. And I think what's really gonna kill them is the lack of re- uh talent that uh the lack of talent around Lamar that's gonna uh be the ultimate like uh decision maker. And I think in order for Baltimore to really do like to really do it, I don't think they will. But you'd have to have a crazy defensive year from uh uh Kyler uh Kyle Hamilton and that defense. So I think that's gonna be like the that really determines that for them. But I think one team in the AFC North will make it and that's uh the Bengals. So I think everybody else uh will barely miss it. But but Baltimore could be like if they were in the NFC, Baltimore would clear it. But since they're not, uh they get wiped off. But I see Miami making it to the wild card. Uh uh, AFC South, like uh, like we said, probably one winner, uh, and that's probably Indianapolis. Uh, and the AFC West, honestly, they gotta they, they put one of them in the South so they all four can make it. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, all four can uh, like you can either be worst or last in this division, and it, it like all four teams could be better than. Uh, I think all four teams, talent wise, are are better than every single AFC South team. So yeah, I agree with that. So it, it's going to be interesting, and honestly, uh, I think I think the Raiders will win the division. I think the Raiders can win mm. the division, and with that, I'd say. I want to put Denver in so bad, but I think Denver's barely going to be last. Yeah. So. I, I want them to make it, but yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's going to be, I think the Chargers and Chiefs will be uh, those two teams uh, that are in there. Uh, Miami and. Yeah, I think I think those three will be the ultimate like wild card teams in it because there's only what seven spots, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah, there's only seven spots. So if it's three, if it's three team teams, I'll probably say Miami, uh, uh, Kansas City, and Los Angeles. But the other teams, they'll barely miss it. Facts. So uh, while you're talking. And he made me want to look. I looked at the I looked at the schedules, comparing schedules. The odds are in y'all favor because week 17 and 18, Ravens will play the Steelers and then play the Bengals. The Dolphins will play my Patriots and then the Jets. So I think for a way for the Ravens to make it out of the Dolphins, if they were if maybe the Bengals rested their starters, if they win the division by now, they would rest their starters or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking for Ravens for me. With I, I trust their defense more than Miami's, and maybe I am can bank say I'm banking in on Lamar a lot with the running that they do, and then Mark Andrews fits that tight end vertical and uh, run blocking, and then they, 
I really am making on J.K. Diamonds coming back and making a difference as well. And uh, I think that's really what happens. And I think, well, also what it's also a reason why you play every game because September 18th, the Dolphins and Ravens play each other, and that and that probably can make a huge difference. So week two, they play each other. That can make a huge dif- difference in January. So I can see why they say, you know, you got to play every game like it matters because it does. But I, I like it. I think um, my I know my team, I, I explain why the Ravens over the Dolphins, but I think the Chargers defense too, is too good to not to miss it. And I think as well, Will said earlier in the episode, Jay Herbo is going to take a huge step forward. And I think the Raiders, I'm I'm really baking in. You made the playoffs and you add Devontae Adams. So I, I think you make it again. So that, that explains it for me. You add Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. And you, so you make it again, in my opinion. Hmm. Y'all, y'all can tell me why y'all say Dolphins over Ravens. Man. So much speed, man. Right, that's, yeah, I, that's there's saying. so many possibilities with what they can do with that offense. It's like, and it's like, okay, you can put your fastest corner on Jalen Waddle. You got a whole Tyreek Hill right there. Or if you put their fastest corner on Tyreek, Tyreek can just route run right by him. Jalen Waddle's a great route runner too. And it's like, you can never play man to man on them. You can literally never play man to man. Uh, Let's see. On top of that, all their free agency acquisitions uh, on offense and defense is like it. It emphasizes that like they they improved so much and they had one more win than Baltimore last year, and Baltimore seemingly got worse. Other than like what they did in the draft, but I don't see them having that big uh uh of a difference. And then you know. Uh, like you said, Baltimore plays uh, the Bengals like le- that last week. I think the Bengals would probably torch them. But the good thing is they have, other than that, they have a really easy ending uh, uh, on that because uh, the, I can't tell what week this is, but uh, their last four, their last five games are the Steelers, Browns, Falcons. And uh, Steelers again, and all four games are winnable. They have to win all those games, uh, in order for it to be successful because of how uh, because of how talented how talented Cincinnati is. Uh, so those those are all winnable. So uh, that could happen. But Miami, on the on the other hand, they have uh the Chargers, Bills, uh Packers. Uh, Patriots and Jets, and that's 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 definitely rough. But I think it's going to be doable if they have the right coaching and the right uh game plan. And all, on top of that, I think they'll be good. Like in the beginning, I think they'll have a strong, uh, a a pretty decent start to their year. So that so that we like they'll uh get over the edge. But I think the lack of talent around Lamar, and on top of that, it's like the running backs. They have good. Uh, Running backs and you know Dobbins and uh, who else are the running backs? I know they got they got Gus Edwards still right. Yeah, and then there's one more that I'm not thinking of. Uh, but man, I'm trying to think too. 
But it's like Lamar could uh like he uh you can game plan him and try to stop him, but I think uh ultimately like teams will be able to uh at least contain. Not stop him, but contain to the point where uh they'll be fine because they don't have to worry about the receivers doing much. Mike Davis. Oh, never mind. All right, so it's it's good, but it's like you know, not... yeah. <laughs> it's like it's it's all right. I'm not going to say the rest over EDP, but it's all right. Overrated as loves play. Okay, but I I think those those weeks, if if they have the same record going into those last five weeks. Baltimore might come out with that. I definitely got to see that week two matchup for sure. Absolutely. I forgot. Uh, ooh, Will, who are your three teams? I know you said Miami. Oh, uh, Miami. Let me see. Miami Ravens and uh, Chargers. Mm. I, uh, yeah, yeah, because me and Rob had them in the playoffs at the least. So I like to hear your take on the Raiders missing out. Man, I feel like, bro, all the, all those teams in that division got better at the same time. Like, and I don't, I don't see the Chiefs making like that big of a fall off to lose the division. And I don't know if I'm just like the biggest believer in patching my homes, but I still feel like that offense is. With Patrick Mahomes, like, leaving home, he still got Travis Kelsey. Juju's gone. It's still an underrated receiver that can still make something happen. Like, he's going to have a little breakout resurgence again, like, showing people that he's still still good, you know, despite those years. And, you know, it's up and down years in uh, Pittsburgh. But, honestly, it's like the Chargers just got a little bit better than the Raiders did. And I know they got Devontae Adams. And that and Chandler Jones, and that's like the two biggest splashes. But I feel like Justin Herbert's gonna have a better productive year than Derek Carr. And their offense combined with the Chargers, like crazy defense, I feel like it's gonna push them like a little bit over the edge. Like that division's gonna be way close, but just for like the Chargers probably have like 10, 11 wins, and then the Raiders have like. 10 or 9 wins. Like, they'll be off like by a game. Okay. You get to see them week one, so that would definitely be awesome to see. Yeah. All right. Is, is that it? Uh, oh, I, breaking, break. I'll oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Man, I believe so, but you said breaking. Oh, yeah, breaking news. The Suns just matched DeAndre Aiden's offer sheet. So, he's going back to – Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That is actually wild. Because I know that they probably are like, wait, hold on. We got to for real, uh, like, try to get something out of it. They could possibly trade him uh, in the next up-and-coming days uh, since they matched it. Uh, cause I don't, I don't think they'll, uh, they're doing this to try to keep them. Cause they, like they said, they didn't want to pay him that much money. So I highly doubt they did that just to, 
you know, keep it. I'm pretty sure they're expecting him not to be a son next year. So I'm I'm fully expecting them to uh, make some type of trade uh, involving him or a few players. That's why I'm excited right now. But yeah, uh, good for them, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say yeah, they don't lose him for nothing. I guess yeah, like I still see the same thing. Like I don't think he's gonna be a son going into it. But yeah, they probably just want to get something out of it instead of just losing for, you know, losing for nothing. Yeah. But, yo, I did I did say, like, uh, it would be an L for Phoenix if uh, if they did lose their number one pick a few years ago uh, for, for nothing now and they didn't get a ring out of it. But, uh, yeah, hey, th- this is going to be ex- an exciting uh, few days because now the possibilities are end- endless because they could just – mess around and make a trade for players that they weren't even expecting uh uh from Indiana if they like get all the other teams involved because I feel like there's uh this would be the perfect time for other teams to be like hey let's get involved in this uh in, in, like we, we want Michael or we want uh this guy or that guy you know there's so many things that, that could happen so yeah What about you guys? Um, I mean, yeah, it was shocking because of how things ended. As uh, you know, Monty's saying he quit on us. They get their ass handed to him on a platter by Luca and the average Spencer Dinwiddie outscores him at one point. Like you would think this era was over, but looking at some well stuff, I don't know how things gonna play out. He may stay for a minute. I don't know if he can get traded yet. We don't, I don't know. I'm looking at some well stuff. But um, if he stays there, I mean, you got paid. No matter, so no matter where you play, you got you, you have a good contract. So, I mean, if anything, thanks to Indiana for that, I guess. I mean, thanks to them, now you got paid no matter what. And, uh, yeah, this, this puts them in a luxury tax. So, I mean, we're going to see how that. See, uh, that really was worth it because I know being playing legend text, you teams are doing that to win now. Um, like with Chris Paul, that's exactly what you expect. I like you said, I didn't think they were gonna pay him either. Maybe in maybe in the in house decision with losing JaVale McGee, and you got thinner as thinner could probably play the role in that. But uh, I mean, yeah, I know even though it might not be where he was destined to be. Or were you pursuing to be? He still got he still got good uh, contract for him. So I mean, congrats to him. Yeah, I feel that. All right, is that is that it? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I pretty much hit on the points. So I just just saying, yeah, same thing. Like they just. Didn't lose them for nothing, but you know, just getting them back if they trade him, they didn't lose them for anything. But I feel the same thing like, if he stays, you know, with them losing JaVale, like, you know, obviously you need a center, so it's yeah, it might have just been like, yeah, we, we don't got no other option, we just got to bring him back or trade him, probably try to get another center or some more pieces with it, but just do something to have some type of presence down there. 
Yeah, I'm actually really interested to see this just because of the fact that I know Indiana Pacers fans were probably like, hey, okay, we got something. And then they're yeah. like, hey, what the hell? <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> like, bro, like, why why, why you got to do this to us? So, it's the um, Steve, uh, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Well, you don't got it. I do you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, but hey, you know, almost man, you almost had him. Gabby, nothing you could do about restricted free agents, man. It's crazy and sad to see, but guess yeah, I guess he doesn't have to sell no. I guess he just still live in Phoenix until otherwise, until further notice. Yeah, but if they do, if they do trade him, that'll be a huge dub from uh, uh, for the Suns. Yeah, I definitely think James Jones will. We'll uh, see his options. Yeah, and I think it like if they do get a player like Miles Turner in this, uh, that's going to benefit them a lot because he doesn't need to be the scorer. He just needs to, uh, you know, be able to play defense and then catch lobs from uh, Chris Paul, and you know, just be that guy that you know can grab uh, all the boards, and you know, be be a great a great big man for them. So. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for another episode of the Low Key Sports Crew. Make sure you like all of these. Uh, Make sure you follow us on our Instagram and Twitter pages. Uh, We will definitely have a new episode coming soon since this this uh, Phoenix transaction just happened. So uh, thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you all later. Peace.